Hi, I'm Don Lum, Director of Evangelism. You're listening to a Mississippi Baptist Convention Board production. Welcome back to Mississippi Baptist Around the Table podcast. My name is Tanner Cave, Communications Director, alongside John Martin, Chief Strategy Officer. Uh, glad to be at the table with you, and I hope everyone has survived this season of cold weather. My goodness. Yeah, it has been cold. Thanks, Tanner. Today at the table, we're discussing marriage ministry and how this can be an effective ministry within your local church. Brad Hodges serves as a group pastor at Temple Baptist Church in Hattiesburg. He's going to tell us today about the effectiveness of his marriage groups, but before we get into that conversation, we're going to tell you about some events that are around the corner. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, you're listening to this on uh, maybe the week of January 22nd, but that's uh, when we are publishing this. So this next week is the Evangelism Conference. It starts on Sunday night, January 28th uh, through 29th. That's at Northcrest Baptist Church. Uh, look, it, it kicks off Sunday night, and it goes most all day on Monday through Monday mm-hmm. evening. And so uh, you can go to nbcb.org slash events and see a full list and schedule of the Evangelism Conference. Yeah, so we have a Dakota's Connection meeting that's coming up. Of course, uh, Chad McCord, our missions mobilizer. Missions mobilizer. That's, there you go. I like that. Uh, he is hosting those meetings January the 30th in Oxford, January the 31st, right here at the Mississippi Baptist Convention Board building at 515 Mississippi Street, and on February the 2nd at the Jackson County Association. And so if you want more information about those Dakota Dakota Connection meetings, you need to call Missions Mobilization. Calling all mobilizers. That's right. You have to be certified to be a mobilizer? <laughs> I don't think what so. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, February 1st uh, starts Dixie National Rodeo, and we don't just talk about that because it's a statewide event for our state, but mm-hmm. it's because it's ministry. Our evangelism department with Don Lum has an outreach uh, February 1st through 10th where they uh, share the gospel there at the rodeo. Yeah, you've heard us talk a lot about small church youth ministry workshops, a great thing that uh, Ken Mm -hmm. Hall and the discipleship department does. The next one will be in Startful on February the 8th. So for more information about that, you can call Ken or Dwayne or Tasha and (laughs) Renee in the discipleship department. They can give you information. And the busiest department, it feels like, in the building will continue (laughs) February 19th, Synchrony for Smaller Churches. And then February 20th, Synchrony in Tupelo, I guess, for larger, medium to larger churches will be February 20th. Uh, You can find all these events and more at mbcb.org slash events. Also, just so you know, each church should have received a postcard on this, and we had something out there on social media. But we have our spring issue of the Mississippi Baptist uh, Cooperative Program magazine coming out here soon. And by January 31st, we want to hear from you as a church leader if you would like to receive more than your complimentary free issue of the magazine. So you can go to nbcb.org slash magazine and fill out a form. Uh, Each additional uh, copy will be $5 each, but we want to make sure you know about that here as you are a valued podcast listener, right? So, all right. So we caught up with Brad Hodges uh, recently just about his marriage ministry. And so that's uh, previously recorded, but let's go ahead and jump into our time with Brad. Today, we are joined with Brad Hodges. He's the group's pastor at Temple Baptist Church in Hattiesburg. And uh, I tell you what, it's an honor to sit at the table with him as we have served before alongside each other there in Hattiesburg. And uh, I knew real quick that there was something special in his heart about marriage ministry. And so, Brad, just to kind of start off right at the top of the bat, can you explain explain briefly your ministry background and kind of what your current role is at Temple? Sure. Yeah. Um, 
and it was great working with you, Tanner. Oh, I'm glad thanks. we get to do this. This is going to be fun. Yeah, it's one of the few people so, that say that. Yeah, I pay you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a Master of Divinity at Beeson Divinity School at Sanford University mm-hmm. and uh, served at a couple of churches while I was there, Hunter Street Baptist, Cross Point Church. And then I'm currently working on my Doctor of Ministry with emphasis in marriage mm-hmm. and discipleship at New Orleans. And um, I'm getting close to being done. I'm ready mm-hmm. to be done. Mm-hmm. But um, I worked with adult ministries at First Baptist Atlanta. Um, I was a young adults pastor at First Redeemer Church Atlanta. Uh, young marrieds pastor at Houston's First Baptist. And currently groups and discipleship pastor at Temple. I've been here nine years next month. Mm-hmm. This is my home church. I grew oh, up awesome. here, so yeah, back yeah. home. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So why why the focus in your ministry ha- on marriage? Like you seem to have carried that along your path the whole way. So why do you why do you feel like that's a an area in particular that needs to right. be emphasized and and the church should focus on? Well, I guess like a lot of people who were called to ministry when I was called, like in college. I really thought there's only had a few options to really impact God's kingdom mm. well. And yeah. kind of my list in my mind at that time was missionary, church planter, or go back to seminary and be a professor mm-hmm. and help other pastors do that. I was like, those are the best things I could do, right? And so as I kind of, my life unfolded and God put the opportunities in front of me and I started working in some churches I realized that marriage ministry, like marriages, man, it affects so many things in our society. Um, Obviously, people's lives and how they grow up, our church, our how how our picture of God gets colored Mm -hmm. from the way we grow up, and whether we have healthy or unhealthy or broken or complete marriages. Uh, from our parents. I mean, it it really does. It's a big deal. And um, as things kind of got crazy in my own marriage, we went through some rough seasons um, and we got help from other believers in our church. Man, I just wanted to help other marriages. Mm. So we just, from all those kind of ways, but then I what I really learned too was from a church perspective, marriage ministry is so important. Mm-hmm. So if you'll let me, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you a few things I've learned along the way. One, having some kind of intentional marriage ministry in your church is going to prevent staff burnout and fatigue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you're a, if you're a leader listening, if you're a leader in a church listening to this, like, we're called to equip the saints to do the work of the ministry. But most churches, there our, our system to help marriages is go talk to the pastor, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I learned that early on, that, and I got really burned out with that. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, but it was like all the time, and it was you're reacting to yeah. marriages that are suffering mm-hmm. instead of being proactive and doing some things on – along the way. So that's huge. That's one. Number two is it creates service opportunities. So when you're doing some kind of marriage ministry, you're giving people that have a passion for that 
to serve. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. big. A third is it's a you're opening a side door into your church. Hmm. So hmm. what what this does is I find it's one of the last things. This is this is kind of cynical, but in some way, this, this is one of the last things we have as a church that someone that doesn't want to be in a church, they're willing to come to the church to get help for. Hmm. They're like, okay, I know everybody struggles with marriage, but maybe they have something to say to help me mm-hmm. in my marriage. And mm-hmm. what I find is doing marriage ministry is people come to our church. They wouldn't come any for any other reason. Yeah. What they find is what they really need is they find Jesus mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. to help in their marriage. So uh, that's big. A, a fourth thing is really I'm a big proponent of discipleship and disciple making. And marriage ministry really is the way we do it anyway. And a lot of people do. It's discipleship ministry yeah. in a marriage wrapper, yeah, if yeah, you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it, and it, that's what we're doing. We're discipling people, but we're using marriage language to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then two more, it builds synergy with your children and your student ministries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as you're helping marriages, obviously it's going to help families. Yeah. And it's going to help those ministries thrive as well. And then the, my favorite one is, well, I don't know if it's my favorite. It's one of the big ones. <laughs> is what I've seen at our church over the last nine years is it is injected or infected, if you will, in a good way, <laughs> authenticity and honesty yeah. into our group ministry. Wow! What yeah. we see more than anything else through the marriage ministry is people opening up about what's really going on. I'll tell you a little bit about that. I'm assuming about how we do yeah. it. Um, but we hear it over and over. They're like, I didn't know like people would say stuff like, I didn't know y'all talked about real stuff. Yeah. At yeah. Church <laughs> and <laughs> real problems. And what happens is you go through that and then they get connected in our group ministries and it infects that too. Mm-hmm. And that, that honesty and that authenticity and transparency starts happening in your group ministry too, because they experienced it in the marriage ministry. So all those things are awesome for churches. Wow. And I've seen that's great. And what, what, what something you alluded to, or I mean, you just alluded to a lot of things that we could jump into, but one thing I want to pull out is that so many times we don't see that until it's broken, right? Mm-hmm. They, the, the doors shut at home. They don't let anybody in and all of a sudden brokenness just breaks out like a big wound into the public view. And everybody sees that, you know, uh, John and I, I, I text, I text John a few, few weeks ago about a couple Emily and I are friends with that we heard we're getting a divorce and it just broke us because we had no yes. idea that was happening and it floored us. Mm-hmm. But it's so amazing the things you just described about the transparency that people are coming to the table with when they know they need this so bad and then how it connects with the at home ministry, right? You're trying to equip parents anyway, right. and we're trying to strengthen the home in our yeah. communities across the state. Oh, uh, you know, one stat that John and I have talked about in the podcast before is our surprise of the single parents in our communities mm-hmm. statewide here in Mississippi. It's a lot larger. What's it? About 60% in a I lot think of our communities. I it's over 60%. Yeah. Broken yeah. homes. You know, things that have happened in the homes. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so is there is there a testimony? I, I'll just... I know you have tons of testimonies over time as people have been transparent. Uh, is there a testimony that you can share maybe one or two... Uh, opportunities you've seen well let's first maybe we, before we get into that 
What what are you doing? Are there classes? Are there groups you're doing at Temple right now that's that's helping carry this out at Temple? Yeah. So um, we run uh, like for the last twelve years. My wife and I at two uh, Houston's first, and then now here we've started a ministry called Reengage. Um, it was started at a church called Watermark Community Church in Dallas years ago. And it has gone nationwide and even international at this point. Wow. It's in every state. Hmm. Um, There's two other churches in Mississippi that do it, um, but there's not a lot in Mississippi doing it. Hmm. So I'm glad we get to talk about it today. I've done a lot of different models and a lot of different studies and different ways to do a marriage ministry. But since we started doing this, we will never do anything else again, most likely. Wow. Uh, So, um, Basically, it's, it sounds like a support ministry, mm-hmm. but it's specific to marriage. So what it looks like on a Wednesday night at our church, we'll actually start back this semester next Wednesday, is we start in a large group setting. And this will work in any size church. You know, you know, large group for some churches is bigger than others, but we're all together and I basically have enlisted, this is the hard part when you get started, is just finding couples willing to share their story. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's videos you can use, but it's better if it's people in your church. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just tell their story. At 20 minutes, they tell part of their story. I give them a little thing to help them put it together. I ask <laughs> them to type it up, and I'll help them edit it a little bit. They just read it. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be a great speaker, and they just tell their story. Uh, tell a little bit about how they got together and then pick out something in their marriage that they feel like would be relevant for other people. And it's usually something messy, it's something hard. And they talk about that. And then they talk about how God has redeemed that mm-hmm. um, 20 minutes. And it sets the stage for the rest of the night because we break up into groups of four to six couples with a facilitator couple. You're in that same group for the semester, uh, 16 weeks for us. And um, man, you're going through a curriculum. You go through different topics each week, mm-hmm. like humility, grace, forgiveness, reconciliation, conflict, intimacy. Mm-hmm. We go through that each week. They're doing homework. It takes them about 20 minutes at home to go through it. They do discussion as a couple. And they come to the group, they hear the testimony, mm-hmm. and then we talk about what they talked about as a couple that week. Mm-hmm. So they're doing three things that most couples never do. They're hearing a very real story once a week. They're actually talking about their marriage with intentionality every week. And they're talking with other couples. Mm-hmm. Best part about it is you're going home every night. You're like, Man, I thought I was messed up. <laughs> Yeah. But man, that couple in our group, they're yeah. messed up more than we are. It, it, it's just, it's super encouraging. It's like, we're yeah. not the only ones. We're not alone. Yeah. And it feels like when you look around on Sunday, a lot of churches, everybody's perfect. Mm-hmm. Everybody's dressed up, mm-hmm. but everybody's got issues and you don't know it. Yeah. And yeah. do once you come there. And yeah. so we've seen divorce papers torn up and thrown away. Wow. Seen come to know the Lord. Um, we've seen people that just, just the growth of the impact is uh is so fun too. Yeah. Just watching God change people. Yeah. So um 
so other churches, I mean, if, if I've never heard, I've never heard of this re-engage. So there may be okay. pastors that are listening that um, maybe want to get plugged into this or explore it further. Is there a way that other churches can get plugged into it? And yeah, for sure. Um, if you go to Watermark Resources, just okay, search yeah. that um, and click re-engage. Their their um, Watermark is so generous; they help you. They can the whole thing for you and yeah, help you get yeah. started. Yeah. Um, the other the other thing you can do is I can help you mm-hmm. if you're in Mississippi and you want to just talk to somebody in Mississippi who's done it. Yeah. I've helped several churches with that. Um, you can come and watch it mm-hmm. and experience it, and I can help you kind of walk through how to launch it. I'd love to get some more churches in Mississippi doing this. Yeah. Working together to, to heal some broken marriages. Um, and it's not just for like marriages that are falling apart. It's mm-hmm. also for any marriage. Yeah. Yeah. And all of us could get a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm doing a open house in the fall. I don't have a date yet. It's mm-hmm. probably going to be in September. Um, but I'm basically going to be inviting churches in our area in Mississippi to come. I've got to give them the why and the how. We'll have some dinner together, and then they can kind of watch, re-engage. Then we'll do some Q&A afterwards. Um, But really, if you just want to connect with Watermark on their website, it's all laid out for you. Yeah, yeah. And they'll help you get going. They'll give you a coach and everything. So they have people that that's all they do on staff is help yeah. other churches do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you're you're partnering with Pine Belt Baptist Association. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. We we got a guy that was on staff here, Randy mm-hmm. Sims, who's now the association director there, and um, we're working together to help pastors in our area and do a marriage retreat. Mm-hmm. So their pastors and their spouses, we're going to go do a weekend on the coast and in April. And uh, just give them some rest, some time mm-hmm. away, and some time to focus on their marriage. When they're a lot of times they're expected to help other people's marriages, we need to we'll try to help them. Yeah. And then I'm also going to give an introduction to reengage. Like here's a tool you can use at your church, mm-hmm. and we can help you get it started. So that's what we'll do uh, in April. So that'll that'll be fun, I think. Well, you know, stories are the things that uh, touches people's hearts, right? So uh, let's let's return back to that uh, question that Tanner asked you before. He's probably got uh, tons of them before we got into the engage. Uh, what what's just something one that you say? Hey, this is a a celebration point for us, and uh, it's something that I always take my mind back to to keep me encouraged in this ministry. Yeah. So, um, God, there's so many. I know, right? <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. But I'm I'm thinking about like the possible audience of this podcast, like we have four pastor or former pastors and their spouse who give their testimony Mm. in re-engage. And it runs the gamut y'all of adultery, Mm. Mm -hmm. pornography, addiction, betrayal, church hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Kid issues, Mm. all kind of mess y'all. It's really messy. Yeah. But it's so encouraging because all of those couples, including myself, I'm in there too. Um, I share my testimony and got what God has done. It's so encouraging, like the healing that's happened in all of those couples and then all of those couples and how they're using their tough experiences and their mm-hmm. mess to be God's message 
mm-hmm. and really connect with other marriages and they're helping other marriages, mm-hmm. even though they went through some terrible stuff. Yeah. Um, one of my, one of my favorite stories is just some of the guys that have been in my group. My wife and I will always lead one of those small groups. And um, I've had several who've kind of connected with my story mm-hmm. of some of the stuff that I've gone through with pornography in the past and just mm-hmm. my healing through that mm-hmm. and being able to connect with those guys one-on-one and help them through that. Um, but several of these guys that have come through here that I, I encourage our facilitators to, to find out the stories, mm-hmm. you know, are they saved? Are they Christians? And then mm-hmm. meet one-on-one with them and, try to share the gospel with them, but they're just these tough, burly, you know, mm-hmm. men like mechanics and yeah, yeah. working on oil rig guys and they would just <laughs> break down. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, we just tell you about Jesus. And mm-hmm. they come to know the Lord. Yeah. And we yeah. get to baptize them. And they they were just coming because their wife wanted to fix them. And they came <laughs> yeah, to yeah, re-engage yeah. Yeah. Uh, to get the help with their marriage and they find Jesus. And it, y'all, it's just there's nothing more motivating and encouraging to see somebody come to know Jesus. Yeah, and yeah, for sure. Just I just I don't I just, I don't have is much fun doing anything else mm-hmm. than doing marriage ministry. Yeah, that's and awesome. I, I just want to encourage anybody who's listening, go for it on that. Yeah, that's good. I, I would assume your passion on this may echo the thoughts that I'm going through my head right now. Of So as, as leaders, you, you're thinking of programming. You've got Wednesday nights. You've got groups meeting on Sundays. Wednesdays yeah. are sometimes, they've moved a lot target-wise for a lot of pastors. You know, it's, it's been something back in the day. Now it may be something else for churches. But I'm assuming you would consider this, as groups pastor, formerly, I guess, discipleship, you know, a groups person over Temple Baptist Church, you would, I would assume marriage, this marriage group is probably your most important group of Wednesday nights. Would, can I assume that? Not to devalue for, some for of me, other groups. For me personally, it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, there's so many great equipping classes that we do on Wednesday nights that are integral to people's lives and transitions and things that they're going through. But, I mean, selfishly and personally, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I would say yes for me. Because I'm thinking across the state, you know, as pastors, even smaller church pastors, majority of churches in our convention across the state are smaller churches. And just how can that pastor take a hold of this and insert that in their strategy of yeah. reaching their church and reaching their community even? Yeah, I think, you know, the 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 pendulum has kind of swung. At one time we said, um, hey, if we're going to reach the family, we're going to reach the child, right? And then we got um, – we we tried to reach the the wife of the church and then mm-hmm. we got some really bad data that told us that hey you can only save people if you reach the dad right which is not right data we can talk about that at okay. another time That's but, another podcast, but sounds yeah like. but but the reality is is that i think uh-huh. that the healthy model here is not try to only reach the child not try to only reach mom or only reach dad, which yeah. is what we do so often. Instead, the better model is let's have healthy family units. And then if we have healthy family units, then you know if that's the goal, then we're going to have a high likelihood to reach mom, dad, and kids, right? A healthy I think, church. Yeah, yeah, I think right. we've kind of gone at it. 
uh, maybe too singular minded. You know, let's do everything we can to reach kid. Let's reach mom. Let's reach dad. No, let's like let's reach family and let's make families healthy because, like you said earlier, Brad, it it just has this ripple effect that okay. that goes inside the church. But man, it it really changes society and culture if we have this healthy thing. And I know changing society and culture is not, uh, you know, short of the gospel, without the gospel is not our goal, but but it is one of those things that happens, right? Whenever you change the family unit, you change everything. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think this is a good conversation to have. Let's, let's do children's ministry. Let's do student ministry. Let's do men's ministry. Let's do women's ministry. Those things are important. But really, we need to be trying to fix the whole family unit, and the rest of it just kind of takes care of itself. So. And that family unit is it's not going to happen if that marriage is that's right, yeah. right, that's right. Yep, yeah, no yep. doubt. Well, Brad, I know you've just touched the surface, as you said. As we ask you the uh, questions there about testimonies, I know there's a lot more you could talk about, and I'm glad you've already uh, said this. But we're we're going to put your contact information in the show notes if churches want to reach out to you, and I'm. I'm glad you said something about the fall to where at least the churches in your area can come by and get a taste right. of what you do with Reengage and talk to you more about that. And it's great to hear how you're helping out Pine Bell Association too. Yeah, that's great. Connection. We love those partnership things. Rand- Randy's doing a good job down there, it sounds yeah, like. He is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's having a fun time doing it too. That's awesome. Well, Brad, appreciate you. Did you have anything else? I know we want to be respectful of your time, brother. Appreciate you joining us this morning. Oh, man, I enjoyed it. I uh, love talking about marriage ministry for sure. All right. We'll appreciate you down there in Hasburg. And uh, Mr. Baptist, thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Uh, we look forward to uh, the weeks ahead as we dig deeper into 2024 ministry season. <laughs>